Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David. As always, thank you through the week of the best, the worst, and in-betweens of being a kinship care, a kinship kid, and again, everything in between. As always, if you want to get in touch with us, the easiest way is through our social media, through Facebook, Instagram, through the Twitter. We have one specifically for kinship care and also one kinship card for the podcast itself. If you have any questions, thoughts, if you want to be on the show, please uh, get in touch, let us know. Um, if you are subscribing to the podcast through all of our well it's basically everywhere at this point on audible it's on deezer it's on amazon you, you please like subscribe rate you know, it just makes things a lot easier makes it a lot more able for people to be able to see if they're looking for it uh, if you are on audible we are if you type in kinship i think we're the only thing apart from random episodes of things that is um kinship related so it's always good to, to see that we we are sort of the, at the forefront of everything there now, this episode is going to be about child benefit. Now, I've done a few things in the past about child benefit and things that you are entitled to, but I kind of feel like this is one that really does need its own sort of, its, its own separate entity and to really hammer home the message about how important child benefit is. Now, now a lot of people, a lot of kinship carers, I mean, myself included, didn't even know that we were entitled to child benefit when when we took our, our kinship kid in. And it's one of the things that a lot of kinship families don't realise that they are. And the main thing that we need to, well, I need to, to stress is it's not about the money. Obviously, the money helps to some extent, uh, but it's not about the money. Um, it's 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 more about the ramifications of applying for child benefit. So if, if you are if you are with a social worker, anyone else who says you, you know you, you might not be able to do it, you might not get it. The first thing you need to do is go to the the gov website. Go 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 to Google. Just type in child benefit. As long as it takes you to the official gov website, then it's fine. And it will ask this one simple question. Well, it won't ask you, but it it says how it works. You get child benefit if you are you get child benefit if you're responsible for bringing up a child who is under sixteen or under twenty if they are if they stay in approved education or training. That's really the only question that you need to consider. Now, forgetting about um, orders and special guardianships and whether you are friends and family fostering or that it's unofficial. The main question you need to ask is, are you responsible for bringing up this child? If the answer is yes, then you can apply for child benefit. Now, obviously, what will have happened is once that child had been born, um, the mother, the parents would have will have applied for child benefit. Only one person can apply. Only one person can get the child benefit. However, that's not to say that some down the line people can't apply for it. You know, child benefit can change hands of who gets it multiple times until they're the age of 20 and that that is an important thing in regards to the um under 20 it is on it's between the age once they turn 16 that child benefit ends unless they are going on for further education up to the age of 20 now further education is obviously college um university those type of things if you do receive that letter that says your child but you your child's turned 16 there is a, a very important letter that comes along with it to basically say you know explain where your child's going to be going what they're going to be doing otherwise as soon as they turn 60 i think it's like two months later that child benefit will stop so usually about two or three months before that you'll receive this letter from the from the um, the dwp and it will say 
we've been notified your child turns 16 are they going to further education if so click yes and then fill it in if you don't fill in that form you will lose that money now that is still money that you are entitled to up until the age of 20 so obviously once they turn 20 that that's it this also goes for special kind of an offset this also goes for special guardianship money as well so if you if the child is as turned 16 18 which however you've got it till if they are still in full-time education and they are in again i think it's up until the age of 20 you will still be able to claim that money so it, it it's not you know it may seem like an annoying form to fill in because it's never it's never easy again we're always here to help if you need it but essentially if you don't fill in that money you will lose that money and essentially it, the family will lose the money as well so th the main thing i would say in regards to child benefit is again it's not about the money i know that I've just brought that up but it's not about the money what it is about it's about placing that child somewhere in the uk um the best example i can give is being on the electoral roll so if you're on the electoral roll, if you if you're not on the electoral roll, I've, I've I said this in the uh, the credit uh, the credit checking episode I did a while back. If you're not on the electoral roll and you go to apply for a loan or a mortgage, the first thing they do is they check that you're on the electoral roll. If you're not, there is a good chance that you will be rejected. Now all the electoral rule does is basically say this is a person who lives in. Aintree, lives in Wavertree, lives in Sefton, lives wherever they live. And it says that they live in that area. We've got them noted as at an address. This is, you know, for three, four, five years, we know every time that they send that letter and says, please confirm you're still living here, you tick a box, you send it off. And that will then prove to the credit companies, the banks, whoever it is that you're trying to get a loan or finance with, that you are living in that address. It's the same thing with child benefit. So with child benefit, once you apply for that, what that says to the governments, the DWP, to all of these agencies, the schools, the, the, the authorities, is that that child is living at that address. Now, if, you, if the original birth parents are still applying for child benefit and you've been told, and we've heard this quite a bit, you've been told, oh, well, at least someone can get the money, so someone will benefit. It doesn't help you in any way, shape or form. The reason being is that we've seen it in the past where you'll have someone who you know, they they are they're looking after the child. They live in Liverpool, but they've taken the child they've taken the child in from the parents who live in Bristol. And so what will happen is then you will apply for housing benefit, you'll apply for tax credit, you'll apply for all of these things, which they will approve in in a sense. They they will in first instance they will always approve it in, and then do their checks after. What sometimes happens down the line is we're talking six, seven months down the line. They will go, well, actually, we've just done a check to see where this child's living because you're applying for child benefit. Um, you're, you're applying for child tax credit. You're applying for housing benefit based on this other child. But we've got them living in an in address in Bristol. So therefore, you need to now prove that they've been living with you. And the problem with that is... Unless you've got SGOs, unless you've got some court official document, there is no way of proving that that child lives with you. And the problem with this is that what will then happen is they will hit you with a bill for six, seven months of housing benefit, child tax. Um, and potentially, if, if, if you have got spare room with the bedroom tax, you know, these are things that do, do affect. 
the other thing that will and 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 this is a, a real thing that does happen i've seen this hundreds of times where i've had people come up to me with letters to say you know we can't prove that this child lives there and then when i've asked do you claim for do you, do you claim child benefit oh no the mum still gets that that's the reason why they've received this letter and the problem with it then is that they then have to prove that they're not they're not living at that address and there's very little you can do to prove that because they are a child they won't have bank account they'll have nothing official unless they're under i say special guardianship or there's some order in place if to, if it's unofficial and again the whole thing is is if you can say doesn't matter what order you're on if it's unofficial if they just stay in there the one thing we would say if you know for a fact that in six months time they're not going to be staying there then fine okay you can ignore what i'm saying if you know for a fact that this is going to be a long-term thing for one year two year three years, as i say child benefit can change hands multiple times if it's just the case of you know they need to live in this address while the parents go to rehab or they're in prison or whatever it would be or they're getting their lives back together or they, they're going through college and they know they can't, they can't look after a child, so you look after... It's still the case that you will be, have to claim for that. Otherwise, there's no way of proving that child is there. The other thing is, obviously, on, on that basis, is that it also affects when you want to put them into a school. Now, it's not so bad recently, but I've, I've, had, I've heard stories of people who've applied for schools and then been rejected. And a lot of times they won't tell you why they're rejected, but one of the main reasons why they reject is because what they will do is they will look for that child and they will receive from the authorities to say, this child is not living in Aintree, in Wavertree, in Ellagreen, and whatever it would be. They're actually living in Bristol. So why are they applying for a school in in Aintree? You know, and even though, even though you could probably bring the child to the school and say, no, I live around the corner, there's no legal uh, way of, of of proving that so it is definitely something that i would always recommend people doing um even if you're not going to get the money and i say the, the one main thing that a lot of them say is they don't want to do it because obviously the parents get that 80 70 quid whatever it would be and if they take that money off them it's going to cause hassle it's going to cause arguments it's going to cause all these other problems that's not really an issue that's not really the point uh, the fact of the matter is you are looking after this child you know again child benefit is not a huge amount of money i think it's what it's like 80 pounds something of that nature um and obviously it depends on how many children you've got but i don't think that matters when you it's a kinship kid but you so there's no you there's no reason for that other person to have that money even if they honestly say i've got that money and i will use that on the child every time i see them when we have contact whatever it would be that's not the issue the fact of the matter is that money doesn't belong to them um so if you are someone who says you know this is going to cause major rifts you have to look at the other ramifications of it as i say the last thing you want is to be able to is to apply for a school that's literally around the corner for them to say well actually they live in another area or another town even and so you can't apply for that school because of that now it's very rare that happens but it has happened in the past and it, and it does happen especially when you get to secondary school when it's really you know doggy dog when you're trying to you know, get into a really good school um so it, it's definitely and especially if it's a close school and and that's one of the things that they look at is you know are you in that area um so whenever anyone talks about child benefit the first thing they always talk about is the money but really it is those legal ramifications of it it's those things of you then have paperwork that says that this child is living with you so then you can apply for other things you can apply for you know, if you if your child's living 
um, further away from school, they can apply for t certain bus passes, depending on the, the, the distances. You know, you can apply for things on their behalf. When they get their national insurance number, it will go to the address that the, the child benefit is attached to. So they you know, if you if they if they're attached, you know, it will go to the other parent. And do you really want them to have the national insurance number for a child that they may have very little to do with? Um, so there's a lot of ramifications that come with it. Um, so I would always say if you if you are knowing that this is going to be a, a long term situation, if you've gone through an SGO or anything like that, the first thing to do is apply for child benefit. Uh, if you haven't problems doing it, you know, obviously always come to ourselves. We can do it for you. It's a, it's a very simple process to do online. Um, all you need is like the date of birth and things like that. So it's, it's very simple to do that. Um, obviously, as I say, you may want to look at the other areas of whether this will cause such a, such a, a, a brift, you know, a, a, you know, an argument with the, the parents, but then maybe that's something that, that, that needs to be looked at otherwise. But, um, but it's definitely something I would always recommend doing. And as I say, it's, it's, it, we're, we're always here if you do need help with doing that. Uh, you know, I, I, there are, there are a lot of things that I would say really stem from having that child benefit. And once you've got something in their name and your address, it makes a lot of, it, it just makes things things a lot easier, especially when you're later on applying for other things, because then you can prove that they do live there. You can prove that they've got that. And when you do get that letter, at least you have got that 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 you know in the back of your pocket to say, no, I've got child benefit. I've got this, even though you don't get the money, because a lot of people, you know, depend on the earnings, depend on that. Yeah, again, always apply for it on the basis that you may not get the money. You know, you may not get the money, but if you do, it's a add a bonus. Uh, so if you ever have any social work, anyone else, because we've heard this before in the past, people saying, oh, it's not really worth paying for it. It's only a little bit of money. It really, what's, what's the difference? You know, it doesn't really matter about the money. If you look at it from the other aspects, the legal, the, the area, the schooling, everything of that nature, you know, you do, uh, do, do apply. And I say, if you do have any problems with it, do, do let us know. Uh, so as always if you want to get in touch with us easiest way is through our social media uh, there's also our website through the email so if you do subscribe if you if you listen to this podcast that my email is always on the bottom of it i just had a, a couple of nice uh, comments and emails from that uh, so it's always nice to hear that, that, that this this is helping um the good thing about buzzpro who who hosts the the podcast is that i can see where people are listening to it so there are people obviously it's, it, we are here in liverpool there's a lot of liverpool listeners but there's also people around the world i've, I've seen that there's one in thailand i don't know how i'm helping someone in thailand but if i'm helping them in any way shape or form that's always good uh, so thank you very much for listening my name is david and you listen to the kinship care liverpool podcast